We're here starting your day right with Marketing Espresso, your marketing caffeine hit of the day. Hello, hello. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Marketing Espresso. So grateful that you have landed here. Welcome if it's your first time. Welcome back if it's not. As always, I just ask that if you're loving this, you let me know by the way of referring a friend, reviewing, saying hi, whatever it is. But today I'm pretty excited. It's a Tuesday. So of course I have a cool guest on for you. And I think where, regardless of where you are in your business, you're going to get a lot out of today's episode and a lot out of today's guest. She is amazing. So without further ado, let's intro her. Michelle Clavello is the founder of Lantern Partners, a virtual CFO firm. She works with founder CEOs, startups, and scales up. She has a personal love of driving entrepreneur success because early in her career, she realized there was a need for founders to have access to good commercial and strategic financial support. The business now services clients nationally and internationally across a number of industries. It is also 80% female staffed and everyone works flexibly, both in terms of time and location, even pre-COVID. In 2022, she launched her corporate to consultant program, a practical guide through the key building blocks in making a successful move. Think of it as a 10-year head start. She's also recently been named one of the top 50 women in accounting and top 50 small business leaders. She is passionate about using her voice and her stories to support women in the industry, as well as small businesses and individuals moving from corporate roles into their consulting dream. She hates the idea of people feeling stuck, whether professionally or in business, when information she shares could unlock that. So I hope that you love this episode. As always, reach out and tell me your feedback. Michelle, thank you so much for joining me today. Lovely to be here. It's good to, I mean, I will be completely transparent. Michelle and I work together. So (laughs) it's so nice to have her on the podcast as a guest. This is fun for me. And we chat all the time. So we do. I mean, three times. conversations. (laughs) So today I'm a bit excited because I think this is such an important topic that I know when I was in marketing teams, CFOs hated me (laughs) because I was always asking for more money. And I think every business owner probably thinks about this. They're like, how much should I invest in my marketing? Mm, And that's why I thought maybe you'd be the person to answer this question for me. Yeah, but I'm going to be really annoying kind of as, as I am frequently, because I think when people ask that question, they're asking for a really binary black and white answer, you know, I should spend 10% on my marketing or, you know, they're looking for something that they almost kind of don't have to think about. They just go, right, okay, well, well, I was told it was 10%, therefore I'll go forth and spend 10%, but not think about why or if it makes sense for their goals or if it makes sense for their business at this particular time. Because, yes, In most corporates, you do have a benchmark that marketing kind of departments are given to say, you know, this is this is the framework. These are the guidelines that you have to work in. But that is formulated not out of thin air. That's formulated or at least should be formulated in line with all of the business of the company, whether they're financial, strategic, operational. And yes, they'll come out with a number, a percentage, because that just gives everybody clarity. But I think particularly as a small business, and particularly as a fast growing business, you actually need to put a bit more thought into it and be a bit more intentional around why you are spending that money. And you're going to hate me now, Beck, but <laughs> I, I'm, I, I've been running my business, which, you know, virtual CFO advisory firm 
for over 10 years now. So I started kind of late 2011. And I didn't spend a cent on marketing, apart from my time, which is obviously important. I do talk to people all the time about, you know, your your time is actually a resource and a cost. Yeah, totally. But in terms of hard costs, I probably didn't spend any money on marketing until probably about you know, 18 months, two years ago. And that's because my goals for the business changed. It became really relevant at that point to spend the money, but I was spending it in a very intentional way. Before then, the goals for my business were different. So I wasn't, you know, and arguably, to be fair, I probably did leave it a little bit too late, but (laughs) um, or or leave it a little bit longer than than I potentially could have done. But definitely in those early years, certainly for about half of the business, that wouldn't have been the best use of my funds. Yeah. I agree with that though. Like I actually don't dislike you saying that because I think a lot of people come to marketing and they're like, I want to invest this much, but I expect X back. And if you're not at a certain point in your business or you're not sure why you're doing what you're doing, mm-hmm. yeah, there isn't a point to it because right. you probably won't get the results that you wanted just because you're throwing money behind something. Just mm. because you spend money on something doesn't mean it's going to get your result if it's not well thought through. Yeah, totally. And like I was saying, you know, earlier on, although I didn't invest kind of hard dollars in those early years, definitely invested a lot of my time. You know, there are also different ways to think about your investment in marketing. It's like when people talk about training, people get very fixated on going on courses. Well, there are so many different ways to upskill yourself and train yourself that doesn't involve kind of just going on courses. And I think that um, you you do have to think about you know, your why and your goals and your intentions for the business, the stage that it's at, the type of business that you are as well. You know, you think about probably a bad time to be talking about poor old fintechs. But if you think about kind of these kind of SaaS businesses, they spend a phenomenal amount of money in their early years generating, uh, you know, acquiring users. Mm -hmm. So so much massively disproportionate to their revenue, disproportionate to a lot of operational costs are spent on acquiring users because that's how these businesses succeed. So their metrics are completely and utterly different. So you also need to think about kind of your the, the type of business that you're running as well. Yeah, I love that. I think it's really important to know that it isn't just because I know a lot of people are like, oh, you have to reinvest 10%. And like 10% is this like amazing number. And I've been, I've been guilty of saying it before too, right? I've been like, well, you know, you should look at least 10% if you, you know, want to grow the business, or whatever. But I think it's a really important thing because, you know, a consultant is going to have such a different goal to a fast food company, you know, like, and, and every single thing that you do, depending, you're right on who you are as a business and what your growth goals are. Because it's also okay to do like the basics of marketing, like just, you know, occasionally put something on LinkedIn or do whatever if you don't want to grow really quickly or you don't have dreams to grow the business into, you know, this huge thing that you can sell. Like obviously your goals are really going to change that. So what then would you suggest a business does to kind of figure out how to find this magic number? (laughs) So I think the first thing that you've got to do is really kind of invest the money in sitting down and building out your goals and aspirations for the business. Mm. Where are you today? Where do you want to be next year? Where do you want to be in five years time? And until you set those goals, you can't, is it like lots of people kind of come just going, oh, I want, I want a budget. I'm like, yeah, okay, but where do you want the business to go? Because 
then we kind of figure out the numbers underneath that. And I think it's the same with marketing as well, whether you're talking about spend or, or whether you're just talking about how those marketing goals support the overall goals and strategic plans for your business. All of it has to filter down from there. Um, and I, th- I think that's the first thing you've got to do. And so you sit so you sit and kind of work out what your plans are for the business. Then you work out for all the different streams in your business, all the resources and all the investments you can make. How do those things support your goals? And then what choices do you need to make in terms of your investments? And why, how do you prioritize in order to achieve those goals? So it all has to fit together. You can't look at one aspect of your business in isolation. And I think that's important. I think, you know, we all want instant gratification. We all want quick answers. But some of this stuff, it doesn't, doesn't take forever, right? Everybody, you know, the world moves very quickly these days. You don't take six months to make a plan. But you do need to sit down and carve out some really intentional time to do that. Yeah, I love that. That's great advice. And I think there's even the part that comes after this is once you have figured all that stuff out and you do start implementing, well, then it's also about look at your results in order to tweak going forward. Because yeah. there's that whole, you know, well, what's because that investment in your marketing is obviously going to change year on year, right? Depending on how it goes or depending on, you know, is this year that I want to test something new and that is going to cost me money. Yeah. And is that kind of test, iterate, test, iterate, test, iterate, you know, with any kind of plan, it's not like you sit there, you make your plan and then that's it, that, that your plan is your plan is your plan. Because God, we've all experienced it in the last couple of years, right? And it and it ha- certainly hasn't got any easier now. You know, things change very quickly economically. You do need to adapt, um, and you your plans need to flex. And that's why you know any kind of plan that you do, whether it's marketing plan, financial plan, any kind of planning, you cu- it's not something you kind of just do and then put in a, a drawer and you know, forget about, you need to, it needs to be a living, breathing thing within your business. Mm, Love that. Awesome advice. Thanks, Michelle. That was very, very handy. I think everyone can go away now and just scrap the 10% rule. (laughs) (laughs) We can all stop trying to put a figure on it and actually figure it out for our individual business, which I think is the key there. Yeah, I know. Annoying answer, isn't it? (laughs) I think that was a very helpful answer because I always like plug the same thing too, right? It's like, People come to me and they're like, oh, I want to do all this with my marketing. I'm like, yeah, but why? (laughs) Yeah. And it is annoying. Like straight away, people are like, well, don't ask me why. I just want to do. And I think, you know, people get scared of the idea of planning because they think it is something that gets stuck. Mm. But no, you're right. It's such a living, breathing document, strategies, all of it. They have to be able to adjust and turn and change. And I actually think if anything, that's a great lesson to have come out of the past few years is your adaptability, really. Totally, totally. Yeah. We we all just got a kind of we all just got a total boot camp in that that yeah. that business thinking, didn't we? Yeah, we sure did. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. That was very, very helpful. So welcome. I'm sure you'll be back soon. Bye. Bye.